0: Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Maz and you're listening to episode 6 of the Balanced Natural Health podcast where we discuss East, West and all the best in natural health. Hi everyone and happy holidays, happy new year. It's the summer holidays here in Australia, and it's a time of year that sees many of us able to enjoy some more time off. And we've got beautiful weather, which makes for additional encouragement to get outside. And most of us have observed how amazing we feel after a day at the beach or camping or going bush or hiking through forests. But the benefits are not limited to just lifting our mood time in nature has proven health benefits with lots of exciting research and the adoption of progressive medical practices around the world. So let's get into it. The past several hundred years or so have seen greater and greater technological advancements that have offered many undoubted benefits. But at the same time, these same advancements have created a greater degree of separation between us and the natural world around us and its cycles and seasons. And we humans evolved from a close relationship with nature. And despite the shiny, technologically advanced modern lives that we lead, we still remain connected to and affected by Mother Nature and her cycles. For example, our biochemistry fluctuates with the diurnal rhythms of light between night and day. And the weather has been shown to have an impact on pain levels, for example, with a recent study by scientists at the University of Manchester, where they looked at the impact of the weather on arthritis and other pain conditions with their excellently named app, Cloudy with a Chance of Pain. And on a side note, Chinese medicine has long referred to arthritis and other similar pain conditions as damp obstruction or cold obstruction, which relates with the contemporary findings of a greater incidence of these pain patterns in damp weather or cold weather for some people. So this understanding of our interdependence on and our connectedness with nature is at the foundation of Chinese medicine philosophy. We're all connected and we impact each other. So it's exciting to see this recognised in research and to see it carried through into prescribing practices. And one place where this is happening is in Scotland, where GPs since last year have been able to start prescribing time in nature to their patients. And they do this in an effort to reduce blood pressure, anxiety, and to increase happiness for those living with diabetes and mental illness, stress and heart disease, and so on. And what the doctors can actually do is issue patients with a little brochure that has some great connecting with nature practices. And these are seasonal practices that encourage the patients to get out there and just connect with the seasons and cycles of nature and the magic of nature that's all around us. So I've included the link to the brochure in my show notes, but there's some really awesome seasonal activities like making beach art from natural materials or borrow a dog and take it for a walk, touch the sea, make a bug hotel, bury your face in the grass lots of beautiful ideas appreciate a cloud talk to a pony and feed the birds in your garden so all activities that encourage us to slow down take a breath and just appreciate the natural beauty that surrounds us And this exciting directive builds on earlier work and studies throughout the world that shows, for example, some work in America that showed that patients recovering from surgery recovered faster and went home quicker if they had a view of trees outside their window. Other similar studies showed that a reduction in pain was available to patients from not only looking at real life nature, but also nature videos and pictures. And it's not just nature scenery that was shown to have a positive effect. Other studies also looked at exposure to daylight and found that exposure to daylight resulted in less pain, less stress and decreased use of pain medications than patients who didn't have exposure to natural light. There's also some preliminary work looking at the beneficial effects of hospital gardens and their ability to alleviate stress in both patients and their families. So it's great to see that we're starting to incorporate the magic and powerful benefits of nature into contemporary medical practice. One place where nature as medicine has been very enthusiastically embraced is Japan where the preventative health practice of shinrin-yoku or forest bathing is widely practiced. Forest bathing is so accepted in the mainstream that some companies even use it for employee healthcare. So Shinrin-yokul practice involves time in nature and slowing down to appreciate and connect with the beauty at our fingertips, much like the Scottish prescription booklet. And there's been quite a comprehensive body of research surrounding the benefits, the measurable benefits of forest bathing on mind and body And the list of benefits is quite amazing. So what the various scientists found was that spending time in forest environments led to lower concentrations of cortisol, which is one of our stress hormones. It could lead to a lower pulse rate and lower blood pressure. It increased parasympathetic activity. So the parasympathetic nervous system is our rest and digest system, as opposed to the sympathetic, which is fight or flight, which is where we pump out those stress hormones. So when we're in parasympathetic mode, rest and digest, repair and heal mode, that's where the healing and repair of our tissue can happen. So it's a very potent state to be in for healing and so people in forest environments were seen to have greater parasympathetic nerve activity and lower sympathetic activity than those living in city environments and the research suggests that this occurs due to the activity of wood essential oils which are called phytoncides and Interestingly, many of these chemical compounds are found in many Chinese herbal medicines. So these phytoncides or wood essential oils were found to be beneficial for human endocrine and immune systems as measured by the levels of stress hormones and dopamine levels. They were also found to bump up the activity of our natural killer cells and various immune markers. So all of these combined to have a beneficial effect on our immune function. And these findings prompted the researchers to ask further questions, such as, given this propensity to boost our immune function, could time in forests also have a beneficial effect for cancer patients or in cancer prevention? And what they found was that people living in areas of higher forest coverage had better cancer mortality outcomes, so lower cancer mortality rates, the greater the density of forests that they were living in. And the good news is that we don't just have to be living in the forest. These same researchers also went on to discover that the benefits of the anti-cancer proteins that were produced from time in nature lasted more than seven days and even up to 30 days after time in nature. So even a monthly trip for a bushwalk or to sit by the beach or spend a day in the botanical gardens, even just once a month can confer benefits. And the idea of forest cures or forest medicine was also seen in the mid to late 1800s in both Europe and America, where various doctors set up health retreats in pine forests in Germany and in the forests of New York, and they reported on the benefits of time in these pine forests for patients with tuberculosis. And previously, it was believed that a dry environment would be beneficial for quicker healing from tuberculosis or quicker recovery. But they found that despite the high moisture content of the forests, patients would heal faster there. And they attributed that to potential volatile compounds in the air, which are these wood essential oils, these phytoncides that we're learning about in the latest research. And luckily for us here in Australia in summer, it's not just forests that have these myriad health benefits, but also beaches and just time barefoot in nature. The practice of being barefoot in nature is called grounding or earthing, and it's an area of practice that's been around for quite some time, but the research on it is still emerging and still new. Yet despite that, we're seeing some really positive results and we're seeing results similar to the forest bathing. So we're seeing that time spent barefoot in nature or walking on the beach, even soaking in the ocean can lead to health benefits such as lower stress, better nervous system regulation. So again, that increased parasympathetic tone versus sympathetic, so rest and digest versus fight or flight decreased inflammation, reduction of pain, better sleep, um, thinning of, the, of over-coagulated blood, so for better blood flow. And it was shown to be beneficial for many common health disorders like cardiovascular disease, autoimmune conditions like lupus, multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis. And other research has shown that grounding can alter the numbers of circulating immune cells as well and different immune markers and various chemical factors related to inflammation. And the scientific basis behind grounding or earthing is that connecting barefoot with the earth connects us with the earth's electrons. And because humans are a very large percentage of water and water conducts energy, we, throughout the course of the day and throughout the course of our lives, we can not only accumulate a charge in our bodies, But even just the processes of life can lead to the production of molecules called free radicals and free radicals lack electrons, which means that they're positively charged. So spending time connecting to the earth barefoot or sitting on the earth actually allows us contact or exchange with the earth's electrons. So it allows us to revert to a more neutral charge by absorbing those electrons from the earth. And because the early research on grounding and earthing shows that it can reduce inflammation it has been enthusiastically adopted by various athletes so supposedly many athletes on the tour de france use it even supposedly lance armstrong there's olympic swimmers and runners and triathletes that use earthing technology and recently locally even the new south wales state of origin team was using it in their training and recovery So for best results the skin should be in direct contact with the earth or rock or water and luckily for us here in Australia the beach and the ocean is probably one of the best places to do earthing because salt water and sand are both very highly conductive and seawater has the added benefit of being high in magnesium so we're getting a double benefit there from soaking in the sea. Another way that we can balance our charge, thanks to nature, is by exposing ourselves to areas high in negative ions. So again, these ions have a negative charge, so they'll balance out any excessive positive charge that we might be carrying around. And negative ions hang out in places like waterfalls, around the surf, at the beach, and also after a storm. So all places that we're somehow intrinsically drawn to and that we feel like we can breathe deeper and relax at. And there's been some great research into this area as well some of the early pioneering work in this area was done by Dr Hansel in the early 1900s or early to mid 1900s and he was a research engineer and he found that when he was working with positive and negative ions when he was pumping out a lot of positive ions his colleague would feel much worse and crankier than when he was pumping out negative ions. So this led Dr Hansel to do some work into negative ions and seasonally affective disorder and some more recent research looked at using negative ions for management of chronic depression and also looked at bright light for management of chronic depression and what they found was that both modalities were beneficial in Improving outcomes for people affected by chronic depression. So another reason to get outside Enjoy some sunlight get by the beach or by lakes or waterfalls get your feet out onto the grass One of the scientists that conducted a lot of the research into the forest bathing that I mentioned earlier Dr. Ching Lee was asked for his recommendations on how to incorporate the benefits of mother nature's medicine into everyday life and he suggested that if you have time for a vacation choose a natural area once a week visit a park gardening is good for reconnecting with nature on urban walks try to walk under trees go to quiet places and go to places near water So all of those confer the benefits of forest bathing and exposure to negative ions as well. And we're very fortunate here in Australia that even in more built up areas, we still have access to open spaces and green spaces. So it's quite accessible to most of us. And on that note, I'm gonna keep this episode a little bit shorter because it's time for me to go hit the beach and get my dose of nature's medicine. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback and any questions that you might like me to cover in future episodes. And in the meantime, I'll leave you to get outside and enjoy some nature time. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with others who might be interested if you feel inspired please leave a review or rating on itunes because that helps us share the love and reach more people and just a statement as always that chinese medicine is a personalized functional medicine that targets the treatment to each individual so therefore this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not replace your health practitioner's advice if you'd like more information about Chinese medicine or balanced natural health, please get in touch on balancedacupuncture.com.au or on Instagram at balancedacupuncture or Facebook at balanced with one word. Thank you so much for listening and wishing you the very best of health